Hello everyone. My name is Shama Cole. I'm the program director here at Girls and Geese and we are back for yet another edition of Ask a Black Belt. Uh, we have a really exciting guest today. If you guys haven't already seen, uh, we have Fabiana Borks on today. She'll be joining us momentarily. How are you guys doing out there? Well, I hope you guys are doing well. Yay! <laughs> How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Can you hear me well? I can hear you. Yeah. Oh, it's been forever. I don't right? know the last time I saw you. <laughs> Where are you in the world? I I know. That's the question, right? <laughs> <laughs> <Always>. <laughs> I'm actually uh, in Hawaii, so I got no. stuck. Yeah, not a bad place to be stuck. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, it's it's good to be around family and beautiful place, and we're kind of in this bubble. But how are you? How have you been? How I've been you good. Been? Life, um, life has been good. Interesting. <laughs> a lot of changes um, on the with this happening, but I can I can't complain. That's at good. all <laughs> that's good yeah because you you're in san antonio where you guys are making headlines not not good headlines <laughs> yes but but, i imagine you know i don't follow much of the headlines otherwise i get crazy so <laughs> i'm just okay let's do what we have <laughs> to do you know follow the rules and we'll use whatever you want us to use and do whatever we can do Exactly. It, it, it's, yeah. We can only do what's it's within our immediate control. Yes. And it, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. So, so you, uh, I'm so excited to have you on. You're, you're one of my favorite people. Every uh, time I'm like, oh, I'm I remember when you first came to Texas, um, and everybody's like, oh, you got to go train. There's this new black belt. And we're like, back back then it was like a black belt? Feedback? Oh! <laughs> and, I was, let's, let's and I saw the photos popped up on our memories. And I was like, oh, that's a good time. 10, 12 years ago. Wow. I, no, yeah. 10. I think 10. 10. Eight, 9 or 10, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember you were a baby. I was, I was like, oh, you were I, I think you were a baby. Oh, yeah, you're still a baby. You're still a baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, so so for all you guys watching, um, if you guys have any questions for Fabiana, just go ahead, feel free, put them up in the comments. Uh, if you don't have any comments or any questions, uh, then we're just gonna keep talking, and you guys just get to enjoy listening. <laughs> get to know a little bit of Fabi. <laughs> <laughs> So, so coming up, I mean, you, you, you came up in a time and you, it's, it's extraordinary. Your story is really extraordinary how you've come, you know, you came from Brazil and you are living that ultimate jujitsu dream, right? You, you, yes. You've come to America. I remember you're traveling all over doing seminars and stuff. And you guys, you and I have talked about this a little bit before, but you know, your story is of so much hope 
out there for for little yeah. girls, you know, that, hey, yeah. we can do anything. What advice would you give a little girl? And especially right now, it's such a scary time. Give to someone to say, hey, you know what? You can chase these dreams and make them happen. Yeah. What are some th- What are some advice you can offer? I think that uh, fear sometimes stops us from doing stuff, right? So fear of not knowing what's next or maybe even not having the right plan. Um, I think you're fighting those fears um, and don't let the fear stop you. Um, I think that would be my biggest advice because it's not that you're not going to have a fear. You're going to have a fear. It's okay to have a fear. Fear is actually an alert, right? Alert. Hey, there's something going on here. But don't let that stop you because after that fear, you might have something wonderful, you know? So I think one of my biggest difference is I never had the fear. I mean, I had the fear, but I didn't let that stop me from accomplishing things. So when I moved to the United States, I was 20 years old. So I did have the fear what was new what was there you know but i didn't let that stop me and i moved to washington state then i moved to california then i moved to austin and not knowing austin but i didn't let the fear of not knowing stop me you know so mm-hmm. it's okay to have fear it's okay sometimes you don't know you don't know the plan and i think you should just not take good opportunities or the right opportunities because of the fear of the unknown. Oh, yeah. I think that's a message that everybody could take on right now. You yeah, know? right. <laughs> you know, absolutely. So what, at what point did you realize that jiu-jitsu is going to be your life? Like, I want to be all about this. I want to work in this industry. Like, at what point did – and, and – what are some obstacles that you have overcome in order to get to some of your goals that you set out? So I think it was back actually in Brazil. I was studying uh, veterinary back in Brazil. And then, I, so I, I had been training for eight, nine years. And then I, I started college. And then I'm like, okay, will I be a veterinary or will I like speak with Jiu-Jitsu? Keep in mind that I had training for um, nine years. So I had that experience for nine years. So on that point, I'm like, I have to choose. And I think the way I made that choice of, okay, I'm going to go to United States. I'm going to stay there for six months, see what happened. And uh, then, I, then I think I made that choice, like, okay, I'm going to leave out of Jiu-Jitsu. That needs to work, you know? And then coming to Grace Baja, then I saw something more structured and that gave more opportunity to females, to males, and people that can grow in a company, you know? Um, I think the obstacle that I had was um, the thought, the fear that stopped me a little bit of opening my gym because I was a female. And, like, I, I don't have, I'm not married, I don't have a black belt. Um, male to help me on on the daily basis. Right now, I do have um, black belts that come, that train, that teach classes. I have mm-hmm. coaches, but when I first started, it was just me. And I one time, a black belt, a well successful black belt, told me that 
I would need a man to have a successful school or to have good students. So that was in the back of my mind, like, oh, do I need a man to beat up my students so they can be good? And that gave me a little fear. But then once I opened the gym, once I passed that, I'm like, I don't need a, a male black belt. It is nice to have, well, I have like, um, Professor James is a big one, like judo player. I have a, a Professor um, Benito, he's also like a top pressure, different than me. So it's nice to have those two. But they came little after I opened the gym, after people came to, to be their training, you know? So I was my own obstacle. Like, okay, you, you're female, you need a man. That was in the back of my head. But once I opened the gym, nobody ever asked, hey, do you have a male here teaching? Nobody ever asked. So they already done the research. They already done the research on me, on the school. So that was easier. Girl, you know, that's really <laughs> awesome because you do hear about that, you know. And, and I remember coming up about hearing that, like, oh, yeah, you do kind of need to have a guy to, to help, yeah. some, you know. like. But I think the times are, are changing. I think that's a testament if you're sitting here saying, hey, you know, yeah. it works for me. So that, yeah. that's really hopeful for, for a lot of women out there. Um, so what first, so what is, I, I'm sure you have a million different memories. And mm -hmm. what is one of your most fond or what is like, what is a memory or a story that you have that was kind of like a real kind of, Maybe you didn't realize it at the time, but it was a real pivotal point for you in your life, in your jiu-jitsu. And you mean um, life or jiu-jitsu? In jiu-jitsu, and how it relates to jiu-jitsu. <laughs> yeah, I think the pivot point for me in jiu-jitsu was actually when I decided to move to Austin. Because in California, I was... Um, I was just teaching, training, and um, helping out in my school. When I moved to Austin, I was actually, like, managing my school. I was teaching not so much class, but I was managed. So I think that was when I made it a transition of being a fully athlete to going on my way to be a school owner. And, um, again, Grace Baja helped me to... Go all through those phases, athlete, managing school, um, um, learning off this stuff, or now for me to be where I am. If I have kept only with the mentality of being athlete, I don't think I would be where I am now, you know? So that was like, okay, now it was kind of like when back in college when I had to make the decision of college or jiu-jitsu. I think that was also, we will, we will be just an athlete forever and ever, or we, can you, you want to be an athlete and a school owner. So, and I'm glad I did, because nowadays I do have the schools, I do compete, I do travel, I do everything I want and I can, you know? Is it hard? Is it hard to like ba balance? Because you still compete every once. I see you going out there and competing. Yeah. Is it hard to kind of balance? You know, having that 
role as a competitor, being a business owner, being a head instructor on top of having a personal life and everything else. Yeah. Is that something that, that has been kind of difficult for you or, or how have you adjusted to that? I think through the years I'm learning. So the first year I put on my mind that I wasn't going to compete as much, just the big tournaments. And nowadays I, I do that. I only compete the big tournaments. Um, but it never, it never is equal. You know, if I'm like competing a lot, it's always suffering a little bit. If I'm really good at school, the competition side is a, like, I don't think I will ever like balance it out. But I like the challenge, you know. I think Jiu-Jitsu helping me feel like it's never balanced out. You always have some to move you out of your comfort zone. So I'm okay with that. I don't like staying steady. <laughs> I like some shape. <laughs> you like the challenge. Yes. Let's come bring the challenge and you overcome those. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I, I'm the same way. Like, when when things are the same, I'm like, oh, I, I, need, so, I need something new to do, yeah. something to figure out. Yeah, but, something. It is, you know, I think, I don't know if you see that, but I think Jiu-Jitsu, and I tell that to my students, Jiu-Jitsu brought me that. Because sometimes you are very comfortable with your jiu-jitsu, your training, and you're submitting everyone, and there comes that 16 years old, and like, okay, now, let me get my, my, <laughs> and like, okay, now you will see, like, and then you're like, oh, I have to do something else, you know, so, I've been, I've been done that so long in my life that I got used to that, if I get too comfortable, Something's not good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something's got to go. It's about to change. <laughs> uh -huh. I think I think that jujitsu, so like especially with what's going on right now, I think that and any challenge that I know I've gone through in life since jujitsu came became a huge part, it has helped me get through some of the hardest times because you do learn how to pivot, you do learn yeah. how to adjust, you do learn not to like hold on I'm just gonna hold on to this and hold on and this yeah. is the only thing you know and I think that's what a lot of people in jiu-jitsu need to remember is that there are lessons that can be learned on the mats that apply to life yeah. and this is a perfect example for you to execute yeah. your training really is yeah. how I see it. you know that's that's perfect you know and they're like when a white belt starts they only have this it's a perfect example they only have this and then you figure out, you learn that you can do something else and you go with the flow and there, there is escape and now you are you It's not a big deal. What you thought was a big deal, it isn't anymore, you know? If, yeah. you, if you get the mentality, things going to be more light to, to live, you know? No, and and I think that's a perfect example of how, for me, how I see you is I see you as a woman who came up against odds and mm -hmm. has excelled in it because you have that ability to adjust and you mm -hmm. have that ability to be flexible and yeah. you have that ability to look behind the, like, like the presumed role of what you were supposed to do in this world and really just be who you are 
and do it very well and inspire a lot of women. And, and I know there's a lot of women out there like in California and Texas and all over the world that really look up to you because they're just, I, I get messages like Fabiana told me to, you know, da, 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 talk to you or, you know, like Fabiana recommended this or that, you know, and, so, and they, they, they really do admire and love you a lot. How, what kind of an impact do you, do you see your goal uh, with jujitsu? Do you have like a separate one, maybe uh, just specifically like, hey, this is the contribution I want to make to jujitsu, and then maybe this is one that I want to do for women in jujitsu, or do you look at it and see it just all as one? Um, I I don't see just as for women because I do believe jujitsu can. It's for everyone, and um, people get everything from from it. Um, I do use jujitsu to help people, you know, to help kids. I I started in a social project, a social uh, not profit, so I know the impact a jujitsu can do for a kid, you know, a kid with lower income, a kid or a mom. And then I move here, I see people with more meanings. But then you still need the mentality of jiu-jitsu. So why only focus on the woman if I can do more? Um, I can do more, you know. Um, and I think helping the guys is actually helping the females. I was saying that today with my, my coach. Like, we have to teach the guys how they train with the females. And my school, I'm very fortunate to have those guys. You know, Ramiro, I see Ramiro on, on the chat. Ramiro is a 300-pound guy that trains with a 100-pound lady, you know. So teaching the guys how to, um, how to, to live with the female and the female being confident to train with the male, we are helping everyone, you know. I, I love what Jiu-Jitsu does for people, and I'm very grateful what it has done for me, you know. Oh, <laughs> I'm very yeah. love with the jiu <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. mm. Well, it was such a pleasure. Thank you so much for thank taking you. some time out and, and talking with us. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. Um, how, how can people find you? Do you have anything you want to promote that you want to do a little shout-out? Yeah, um, if you're in San Antonio, Grace Barra San Antonio, we are welcome to come train in Bernie, Grace Barra Birding, which is 30 minutes um, from San Antonio area. Um, Instagram, Facebook, just hit, hit, um, hit me up. <laughs> Send me a message. And uh, whatever question, you know, I'm always open to, to help people, and I, I feel good helping others. <laughs> Thank you. You do it well. You do it well. <laughs> you help you. a lot of people. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you, you for inviting me and enjoy Hawaii. <laughs> oh, I will. I will. You take care, Fabiana. Bye. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. See you later. <laughs>